Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of How's That the Cricket Podcast with me, Josh and Lily. Hello. It is uh, another week and, and more cricket. <laughs> yes, it has been so much cricket lately. I mean, you've got the Pakistan Australian Tour, you've got the World Cup, you've got the Indian and Sri Lanka test match going on. There's just so much cricket at the moment. There is. And it's also WNCL season. Oh, of and... course, yes. <laughs> And they have been going on. Unfortunately, there have been quite a few rained off games because the games in Sydney have been quite, obviously not been too good over there. And Torrential rain at the moment. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's a bit of a tricky one, isn't it? But the games have been, yeah, they've been quite interesting, haven't they? So in the WNCL, there's been Tasmanian Tigers have actually won both of their games so far. So they've got off to a really good start. And yes. uh, so, so South Australia, they've won both of yes. theirs against Western Australia as well. Um, and yeah, World Cup, what a game that was the other night, wasn't it? Yep, the uh, Aussies getting the job done against England. Yeah, it was such a close one. 12 runs in it and it, it came was. right down to the last over. Um, yes. Obviously, big ups to Nat Siver though. She almost brought them... Right a brilliant hundred, fantastic hundred. That was a yeah. very good knock. Yeah, she she did really well. Um, but everyone so far, there's been lots of hundreds. You know, you've had Rachel Haynes, Nat yes. Siver, Sophie Devine, and Haley Matthews have all made hundreds. So, what a tournament it's been so far. Yes, and it was a bit of a shock. Uh, West Indies upsetting New Zealand in the first game. So, like we said before in a previous episode, it's really open. Um, really open tournament. Anyone can really go for it, really. Yeah, I was not expecting that uh, New Zealand-West Indies result, if I'm completely honest. Mm. Um, I felt so bad for their number 11 uh, just going in and, you know, only a little bit older than me. So going in and having to face that, um, well, not even face it, but just go out there uh, for the last wicket, you know, would have been really nerve-wracking, I bet. But yeah, like or, yeah, or Deandra Dotton as well, getting the two wickets before as yes. well. The experience holds up. So brilliant, wasn't it? Um, yeah, it was very, very. Um, there's just been fantastic games so far. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there's only been a couple of World Cup games so far. Uh, so this episode we have another guest for you. So we have spoken to Ella Haywood, who is a Melbourne Renegades off spinner. And she is currently playing in the WNCL for Victoria. So we chat to Ella about all things playing cricket, all things traveling, uh, learning, and uh, yep, being just confined. how the cricket experience has been. Yeah, yeah. So we will just get straight into the interview with Ella Haywood. We hope you enjoy. What a start for Haywood! She's gone through Meg Lanning, and this gets better and better for the Renegades. Ella, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. So, how are you? What what you've been up to? Yeah, good. Not much, uh, to be honest. Just a lot of cricket actually at the moment. But yeah, other than that, not much. How have you been with the pause of the WNCL? Yeah, I've been good. I mean, we've had a lot of training. We've been lucky. Obviously, we can still train and do all those things. So it's actually been kind of good 
to get a bit more volume in before we start matches again, especially obviously we didn't have any wins in those first two rounds. So to get the squad together and, and prepare for the next phase has been really good, actually. Yeah, that seems like a good kind of a good way to kind of get back together again and just refocus. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So I guess we'll just get straight into things. So um, yeah, beautiful. Talk us through your cricket story and, and how you first started playing cricket. Yeah, so I actually played tennis when I was younger. So um, that was my original sport. And when I was about uh, nine or 10, I wanted to play a different sport um, just in the summer or at some point because um, tennis was wearing me out a little bit. So I um, found Milo Cricket just by chance a little bit. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll try it. I've tried every other sport. Let's, let's try it. And um, yeah, went there and they actually said to me, they said, look, maybe you should try and, you know, go to a club and, and, and give it a crack. And I did, I went to a club and then found myself in the under 12 state team. And I went away for my first trip and I absolutely loved it. Um, and I liked the team environment and those things. And I was like, okay, I think I'm going to switch over to cricket and stop playing tennis and yeah, just went through the pathway and found my way here. Yeah, you made a good choice there. To, um, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I did make a good choice in the end. I guess it must be interesting to think about how it could have all turned out completely different if you didn't just something else. A hundred percent, She could be in the Australian Open right now, you never know. <laughs> I know, exactly right. It could have gone either way here, could have yeah. gone either way. So when you did get into cricket, who would you say that you, you looked up to and who would have been your, your idols? Yeah, so definitely um, actually Soph Molyneux was one of mine because I met her in my first year of under-15s and we actually met for the first time and, and um, yeah, I watched a lot of her journey through the Renegades and, and the Oz staff and everything. So um, I looked up to her quite a lot. Um, but yeah, then obviously getting more knowledge of, of cricket and Australian cricket, um, definitely more make money and, and those kind of players. So, but definitely Soph Molyneux has been a big role model for me, for sure. Yeah, that sounds like it's, now you get to play with her. What's that yeah. like? It's so cool. I mean, the first day that we got to play, like even just like being the same setup with the Renegades, it was just such a, a cool feeling. And, and she made me feel obviously so comfortable and welcome in the group. And um, obviously being alongside her at captaincy and, and, and all that has been so much fun. And I, I love getting to play with her um, and, and learn off her too. Does she have good dance moves with the within the state setup as well? I know we've seen her Aussie she has plenty of moves plenty of moves I can tell you that much I'm sh every it doesn't matter what team what day she's got plenty of moves don't worry <laughs> um both me and you had females to look up to yeah 100%. That's, that's something that's really different I guess now and, and and that shows the the progression of women's cricket over these years so I think that's really yeah. special as well that you had females to look up to yeah, 100%. Like when you jump into cricket, like I jumped into cricket and again, of course, I actually didn't know about Oz women's teams and things like that. And then when I actually like started getting into it, I, I realised kind of what was out there. And and as you said, like nowadays and even when I was a bit younger back then, like there is 
you know, so many female role models in cricket for, for young players to look up to, which is really, really important and really awesome, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And also, yeah, on that, people, little um, little girls are probably looking up to you as well. How do you feel like being a role model now and inspiring the next generation? Yeah, I think it's an amazing feeling, to be honest. I mean, the idea that there are young girls that are watching and, and you know, can see you or any player for that matter and, and be like, I, I want to start cricket. I, I want to be like them. I think it's, it's really cool and it's really important. And, um, I, yeah, I really like that idea and, and to see where I go with my cricket and to hopefully be an inspiration, I think, is would be amazing and is amazing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you had your kind of breakout season uh, in WBBL 06 and you've taken some big names. There was the the Melbourne Derby where you took four, four for 16 and you got out, um, you know, Nat Siver and, and, and Dupree and all that. So, so what was that like to get some names like that in your first, first season? Yeah, it was actually a really good feeling. I, I had a not a great game before that. So I kind of just had to put that behind me. It was literally just next day we're playing again. So um, to kind of just put that to the side and, and I don't know what it is. I think all of us, anytime there's a Melbourne Derby or, you know, you play the Melbourne Stars, there's a little bit extra in it. And that game was such an intense game. I think the whole way through having the super over at the end as well. Like, so to just to be able to contribute and, and to, regardless of who the names are, but I think it's obviously an even more special feeling when, you know, your first week it's Nat Siver and, you know, you know, you, all those things. Like, I think it just adds a little bit extra to it and it, it, it's why you play and it's 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 a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, it just it felt really good and really rewarding in that in that moment. I think it's always um, being South Australian and, uh, yeah, beating Victoria is always the big one for us. And yeah, so, 100%. I mean, we got, you've got the Melbourne Derby and it's just like you want to do well and, yeah, yeah. 100%, understand that. Um yeah, so we're talking about um, how is uh, having the First Nation round, of yes. course, with your background and uh, yeah, how how amazing was that to be a part of? Yeah, it was actually awesome. I think having every team have a jersey and to actually have a dedicated round to the First Nations, I think was really important. And I think obviously we had a lot of media around it as well. So it's just even just getting it out there and, and starting conversations and and um, yeah, paying tribute to to the First Nations, I think was was really awesome. Yeah, some some of the designs of the jerseys were absolutely incredible. I and love have, them. Yeah, and having. Um, Indigenous artists as well um, come and to come together and they're just beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah fantastic. I think so too. I think, and they've all got meaning behind them and they're, they're like you said, like getting to work with Indigenous artists and, and get them, um, you know, a bit of exposure as well is I think really important. So I thought it was really good. And yeah, also uh, what, what's, what's your background? Whereabouts is your family from? Yeah, so um, my background is uh, Jarwin. Um, so yeah, that's my my main uh, mob, which is just on my my dad's side. So yeah, yeah, oh, awesome. So so I guess also on that point, it's you know obviously it's it's very meaningful to everyone in the team. So to have these international players also contribute and join that round and wear the jersey, that must also yeah. be really special to kind of share that with everyone who's from other countries as well. 
Yeah, 100%. I think it just shows um, kind of coming together. And I think um, Australian players and international players, like they're all, especially knowing my background, like having them ask questions and and just want to learn about it, I think is really, really cool. And like I said, like it, it gains knowledge for those international players and, and they feel really, um, well, from everything I've heard, they all felt really privileged to be a part of it. And um yeah, which is really good to see. And I, I'm glad everyone got something out of it and all really enjoyed putting on the jersey and and just putting it all out there on the line. Yeah, because it's not necessarily stuff you ever really find out about unless this stuff is kind of brought to the attention of, of viewers. Exactly. So, yeah. 100%. Hmm. And, who, and who better to ask? Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. So I guess going back to last season um well the season before the one that's just happened uh, it was yes. held in, yeah. in the hub in sydney um yes. so you were in year 11 i believe yes uh so what was that like doing online learning playing cricket being yes confined in a hotel what was that like yeah. yeah it actually look i didn't find it too bad at all i think it was a little bit helpful it being my first year so obviously it was a new experience for everybody so we're all somewhat on a level playing field I felt like but um school wise it wasn't too bad actually I, I had a pretty supportive school so just as long as I communicated properly and got everything done they weren't too fast I think being in year 12 would have been a little bit tougher in the hub mm -hmm. scenario so um glad it was just year 11 but yeah it wasn't too bad and it wasn't, it was kind of nice having some work in that hotel space if you're a little bit bored or, you know, if, if things aren't going well with cricket, you can kind of put your mind away or vice versa. I, um, school's getting a bit annoying so I can go and play cricket and, you know, it, it balanced out pretty well. So it was actually a, a, a pretty good experience. Yeah, no, that's great. I, I would have loved that. Just yeah. Do school work. Oh, no, I'm just going to go play some cricket. All good, just for a break. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it, it was a good feeling. Just, uh, yeah, not going to go play cricket now. Yeah. <laughs> and how was, um, how was the hub life there? Like, they had a lot of activities for you guys to do. I saw the Renegades girls got a bit competitive with some basketball games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely, there was things everywhere for everyone. There was table tennis, basketball, game simulation, golf simulation, um, you name it, they pretty much had it. So there was plenty for people to do, um, two dining halls, all, all that type of stuff. So it was, it, there was no real, not too much boredom going around. You could leave to, to go for a walk nearby. So um, in general, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. Um, but yeah, a lot of the girls loved the, the table tennis and the basketball. They definitely got around it a bit. Who, who was the best at the table tennis, do you think? Or uh, I'd say what, Maitland Brown and Georgia Wareham were a pretty good, pretty good duo yeah. and, and Dooley as well, all very good at table tennis. Yeah, it, it looked quite, um, obviously it, it would have been tricky because you were kind of confined to that one space, but it looks kind of like a themed Big Bash hotel. Like it looks Yeah, kind of, it, it looks does. Kind of it like, I, wouldn't mind going to, I wouldn't mind going to stay there. <laughs> no, exactly. Like literally there was like, like you'd go up the stairs and all the teams are like, written <laughs> up. like it looked like it was like some Big Bash hotel. It was crazy. It, it did definitely look like that. Yeah, it's... Oh. Lily, Lily, I think we could get on to that instead of a Disney hotel. Let's get a cricket hotel. Yeah, let's get a big bash. <laughs> um, yeah, that was right. But you, like you said before, it, it was probably a bit easier for you because you hadn't experienced what it was like kind of before. Yeah. 
this happened. So it, it might be a bit, a bit trickier for the girls who have been playing for a long time to kind of then. Yeah, so over. used to. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But then... it's, it's, it's interesting what you said, Lily. Um, it's like, and Ella, you guys did this, and not many people would get like this pandemic might go on for five years or so, but then it will stop, and then we might not experience it again. Yeah. So it's it's just really, I think it's real. It's not cool living in it, but it's like, it's very, it's very interesting, and just like like some cricketers might not ever go through what you're going through now, and it's just crazy when you think of it like that. Yeah, hundred percent. Like it's that unique experience that you know everyone that did it knows about, and mm. um, you kind of went through that, and and it, it is very unique to you and whoever experienced it, definitely. You look, you look back on the history books and then 15 years down the track, you go, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah remember oh. that time? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 100%. That year that we couldn't even go any, travel anywhere to play, we shut down yeah. one place. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but it must have felt a bit better being able to actually go in between states this year. Uh, yeah, much better. Last year. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so you, I, I read an article where, Apparently you had an exam one morning and then went straight to a game. Yes. And played. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I had a, an English exam. So it was my first exam. Um, it was the day that we were playing the Sydney Thunder at like 12 o'clock, I'm going to say. Oh, no, maybe like one o'clock, whatever time. Um, so the thing is, is the English exam is actually the longest exam that we have. So it's actually three hours long. So um, wow. started at nine o'clock and I or two hours long however long it is I don't I could, don't want to remember <laughs> um finished um and so I think our warm-up was around yeah it started at 12-ish got there and um we'd already tossed and everything so I literally had to do the exam left the exam went straight to the game warmed up and thankfully we were batting first so I oh, got good. a second to relax but then after that, I then just, um, yeah, I was then opening the bowling after that. So it was just kind of a full circle moment. I was just like, well, about five hours ago, I was just at a ta- at a desk trying to do an English exam and now I'm bowling to freaking Smithy Mandana. Like it was just, <laughs> it was such a strange experience, but it was one I will never forget, that's for sure. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be good if you were doing a maths exam beforehand. Oh, it's just, any any you... other exam. Oh. <laughs> If you're like, if you're bowling, if, if, all right, so say you did a math exam, you're just, all right, I'm bowling. Okay. Yeah. That, that diagonal. That yeah, angle. That yeah. 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 <laughs> It'll be fresh in your head. A hundred percent. Make it relate to what I'm doing. Yeah. Oh. If I rotate at 50 degrees, that should get 20 more. Yeah. What are you, what are you studying at the moment at school? Yeah. So I'm, I'm doing a gap year this year. Um, but next year, I'm going to go into sport coaching and development at uh, La Trobe oh, cool. University. So that'll be good. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Did you have anything else on or was it just that one or was it just studying for that exam or did you have anything else on before while you were filming? Yeah. So I still had so I still had three more. I, I actually four more after that. So you have to do two math exams. So I think I did them in Perth um I had to do one in Adelaide as well 
uh, or a couple in Adelaide as best well. City. So the best city. <laughs> yeah, I, I loved Adelaide. I will say that I had a great time in Adelaide. It's like um, Melbourne. One of my favorites. Little brother, Melbourne's little brother. I feel because I agree. Not that busy, but Melbourne's really good and busy. But you were just yeah, yeah little brother. No, I agree. I I like where we stayed and everything like that. Like yeah, no, I agree. It was it was. I enjoyed it a lot so but yeah had had the four other ones to do got them done and I think in Mackay that was my first place that I didn't have any exams so that was a bit more a little bit more enjoyable than some of the other places. Mackay's beautiful yeah. as well. Oh That's... my god it was gorgeous where we stayed. The lucky We places. did not want to leave we did not want to leave. <laughs> it's, a we like, it's a bit yeah. different. It's a bit different. Yeah. Did you have a bit more freedom when you were coming down to Adelaide? Were, were you able to, to do much when you were down there? And if so, what, what did you, where did you go? What did you get up to? Yeah, so obviously we actually were a bit unlucky where we had, we had a little bit of restrictions from time to time in Tassie before we went to Adelaide. So we were all very keen to get out of Tassie. Yeah. Um, but then we got to Adelaide and yeah, from there, it, we just had a lot of freedom, which was so good. Um, yeah like we still had a lot of freedom wherever we went but um just a little bit extra and, and you know you could go wherever you liked for dinner and, and things like that and um just as long as you were following all the right rules and it was all good and um yeah got to explore a little bit and um just kind of yeah enjoy enjoy the city and and wherever we went so it was good yeah it, it seems so much better because it the season finished just before Omicron kind of kicked back in. So you had yeah. a lot more freedom than the men's teams did. Um, yes, we got very lucky with our, yeah, we, we were very lucky with our timing. I think uh, it would have been interesting what would have happened, I think, if we had a similar situation to the boys. But, um, yeah, we got very lucky with our, our timing of things. So thankfully we got the whole tournament in without too many issues. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's just... A little bit smoother. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully just as each season goes on, it gets a little bit easier each time. And the more like we deal with different circumstances, we we know how to handle them and, and get through it. So at least it's good that we're um we're having a WNCL season now. I know it's a bit shorter and a bit more quicker, but at least we're having it, which is fantastic. Yeah, I think so too. I think I think we just need to get in and get it done and I think it'll it'll fly by, but I think it'll be good that we're actually getting started and, and starting to play again. And I think it's good because um, now that we're it's happening and the Women's World Cup is happening, a lot of teams are a bit, oh, I wouldn't say depleted, but a bit, uh, like a bit of star power. Like I know yeah. the Scorpions, Shooter, Wello, yeah, it's, and for you guys as well, and create a lot of opportunity. Yeah, that's, that's definitely right. Like we have six Aussie players. So like for us, like we we change quite a bit in terms of our team, which is good. It, it gives so many, so much opportunity for so many different players, younger, middle-aged, older, doesn't really matter. You know, we've, we've got plenty of opportunity now for, for all different players. And I think we're all pretty excited for that. So yeah, it, wow. it does get a lot of opportunity for all teams, I think, which is the most important thing because it develops younger players and, and each player. Six, that, that's half a team. People, yeah. That's half a, you've got to replace half a team. Yeah, but no, you, yeah. no, it's going to be fantastic to see. Yeah, 100%. Well, that's why I think Australia does have so much upcoming talent. And I think it's, it's a shame to have your more experienced players gone. But yeah, to have these younger players or be able to come in and have these opportunities, it, it's a good head start, I guess, on 
going up and possibly playing for the the renegades or the stars or australia even so that's a good yeah good outlook i guess to have on it yeah i think they work really hand in hand like i know like a few of the girls like um that we've contracted like we've had at vic like have actually come from big bash and like vice versa so i think it's good how they interchange with each other um and it creates so much opportunity. Like you said, like you can create really good players at young ages. I think you look at, you know, your Georgia Warrens, you're so fallen. It's like how young they actually are when, you know, when they're playing, um, even though they're playing for their country. So I think it's really good that we get to develop good players at young ages from the both competitions, which I think we're really lucky with. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It should be a really good season, uh, like back end of the season, I guess, because you've got some new names who would be coming in and making some appearances. So, you know, it'll, it'll be really exciting to see and to watch. It's a, it's a shame that we haven't got, <laughs> we've only got two games in Adelaide and it's both against Western Australia. So, oh my God, I'm lucky on that one. Sydney, Sydney got lucky. Up there. yeah, Sydney oh. got very lucky with the schedule. Yeah. Like, down. <laughs> But um, <laughs> why do New South Wales always get the good anyway? <laughs> I know, yeah. Uh, I think we can both agree uh, on New South Wales. <laughs> mate, they get the golden treatment all the time. Don't worry. <laughs> well, always. They didn't get any women's ashes, so I guess we'll, you know, we'll, yeah, we'll, give we'll them forgive them. We'll, we'll forgive we'll them. Give them that. Yeah, yeah. you. We'll you give I, them think, that. I think I saw you at Junction Oval because I went down to the last ODI. I travelled over. Yeah, so, I was there. Yeah, yeah. So how did you find yeah. that game? Yeah, really good. I thought it was, I thought it was a good game. Um, it was very convincing win. So it was good to to see them all play pretty well. But I, I love watching them play. Obviously, it's it's always strange though because like I train with some of them. So like you think I was just like in the gym with Meg Lanning a few weeks ago and now she's out there like making 50 like it's nothing like it's always so strange to me now but yeah it's, it was good to watch and um yeah get together and, and watch again yeah do you um like you said you've trained with them and played with them and do you um you and some of the other girls when you go down do you give them a little heck or do you like give them a bit of <laughs> or... <laughs> oh look you give them a little a little shout we, so we all met up like a lot of the big girls we actually met up um to watch the game so we were actually on the hill when Meg made her 50 we made a little extra noise and she gave us a little nod so that was good that she found us so yeah every now and then you give a little something something just to know that you're there watching but yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. always I guess it gives you that extra, maybe does it, well, does it give you an extra little, uh, a boost in confidence, I guess, knowing that you did play with them, like Meg Lanning and, and go in the gym with them to see them play against England and be like, well, I can do that. You know, does, is that, is that a feeling that, that you have? Yeah, definitely. It, it's, it's one of those things where like, obviously that's where they become like a role model and somebody you like to look up to a little bit where, you know, if, if you're out training and you get them out or, you know, you, you hit a good shot off them, you go, well, it kind of gives you that confidence that you, you know, that you can do it. Like a lot of the, I know a lot of the girls, especially when, when she was fit and training with us, like anytime somebody got to a net session with Taylor Blumick, they were like, yep, yeah, I'm elite. This is great. <laughs> so it just gives you that little extra booster that, you know, um, with hard work that you can get there as well you know you play with them you play you know against them in some scenarios depending on certain players so um it does give you that little extra booster to to work that little extra harder and and, and push for what you're achieving which is for most of us to obviously play international cricket so yeah it's good to have around the group when they're around 
Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that would be fantastic. Um, but yeah, uh, facing Taylor, I just go, oh, Taylor, you're bowling out. Here you go. Here's the stumps. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'll butt. just stand you're at the good. side. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm just yeah, gonna yeah. redo my grip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'll and, check um, your front foot. Untied now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just need to tie up my pad. Yeah, you're all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're good. I just need to tie up my shoelace. So you, you go ahead. <laughs> is she in like how is it scary sometimes facing her in the nets and? I have been very lucky. I've not gotten to face her yet, but I have had to face Pears, Belzy, the others. So um, it's, indoors, it's not fun. I mean, I'm glad I've never faced her indoors, um, but um, outdoors, it's a little bit better, but uh, indoors, I don't even want to think about it right now. So yeah, it would people, be, it would be tough. Get, yeah, people don't get it because it's just like, people go, oh, they're not as quick as the man. I'm like, well, you go, you oh. face tape and how you see how you hundred percent. 100% and I I understand that but even like your peasants and your belties if you're an even just like a normal cricketer it's still just as tough and it's more also you know they hit the right areas they swing the ball all those things so it's also that side of things as well so yeah so uh, this season you had Harmapreet Kaur, Jamima Rodriguez and Eve Jones come down as your internationals so Harmapreet Kaur especially what was it like to have just these superstars come over and and just be in your team yeah it was really good they actually they really gelled with the group quite well um we obviously did the best we could to really make them part of the group and um yeah from a cricket point of view it was really really great so more so obviously they're not especially um Harman Preet and and Jemmy like not as um talkative um in terms of of being outwardly you know giving advice however if you if you ever needed or you had a question they were always willing to to answer it and and give you any advice but I I kind of found um Harman Preet really great like in game um she would always you know come over if, if whether I was struggling a bit or not you know make a suggestion or you know give a little bit of advice and and most of the time she was she would just say you're doing really well keep doing what you're doing which I think is re really reassuring especially from someone of, of her talent so um yeah it was actually really good to have her in the team especially in game and and she was such a key play for us so obviously having her play well and, and watch her play some of her best cricket was was amazing to watch so it was, it was really good to have all three of them they were all really great um around the group yeah I'd say that um Jamima and Harman Preet were more known here than than Eve probably was so yes. you know yeah. I'd, I'd seen her previously a little bit because of the hundred um yes but that was it you know you, you'd only see her there and I think a lot of people might not have known her name so what was it like having her as well not as famous in Australia as Harman Preet. Yeah. What was that like for her? Was she, did you enjoy having her around? Yeah, definitely. I actually found out um, before we met her, I found out that she actually played, she used to play for the club I currently play for, Premier Cricket. Uh -huh. So I was like, that's a bit of a full circle moment there. That's, that's funny. But um, yeah, no, she, again, another one, like really great human. Um, she loved being here and, and kind of being a part of the group and again we all really got to know her and and and, and then we started obviously you you watch her start to play and you go okay wow she can really hit a ball so um to kind of see her play different roles with the bat and and you know she could bowl if we needed if we ever needed her and um great fielder as well like I think having any form of international player any kind of skill level like I think it's always good to have someone different in the group and 
um, yeah, she did play an important role for us, especially um, in those first few games. And um, she seemed to have a really good time and enjoyed being around the group. So it was really good to have. And I think more people know her now as well. And, and you know, seeing her do the England A stuff and all that type of stuff is really cool to see. So, yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah, it'd, it'd be great to see any of them come back down. It was really good to watch, especially Hammerpreet gang player of the tournament I think it was yeah. so that, that must have yeah. been really cool to have someone from your team um and an international player yeah. yeah she was she was so great like watching like some of the shots she plays and just watching her bat sometimes you just kind of sit there and go how does she do that like <laughs> it's it's unbelievable so it's good to have that in the team and, and for other people to watch and kind of learn off so it was really good to have yeah yeah absolutely so we got some uh some this or that questions um beautiful <laughs> All right, here we go. We got chocolate or lollies? Lollies. Lollies, good. I like that. Uh, Tim Tams or Oreos? <gasps> That's so tough. Uh, probably Tim Tams. Tim, Tim I'm going to go Tim Tams, classic. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one, yeah, because you get the that Oreo, you bum gum. Oh. Uh, 2020 or test match? Mm, I'm going to go in, I'm just going to go 2020. That is, very, that is also very tough. I would love to my test cricket, yep. but that I'm going to go 2020. Yep. Right. Uh, probably needs it. Tea or coffee? Oh, I don't really drink either. Oh, don't drink either. Okay, that's fair, right? No, no oh. I don't drink either. I would probably pick coffee if I had to pick one, but I don't really drink either. We'll go Milo. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect, yeah. <laughs> um, movies or TV shows? Ooh, TV shows. TV show. Do you have a favourite TV show? Um, uh, Killing Eve. Killing Eve. I've heard good stuff about. It. I haven't seen. Yeah, it's great. Uh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. You did very well. Thank you. Thank you. A couple of tough ones in there. Yeah. Um, we chucked the chocolate lollies one in. That's a fresh one. Always yeah, I, I like that one. I think I like that one. Uh, it's tough, but I'm probably more lollies personally. I'm more chubby chops, so you're definitely more lollies than chocolate. Yeah. I feel like yeah. the thing is, though, you can kind of, um, you got your chocolate would just melt. Um, mm. But you agree. Stay, stay put. On. All right, now we have one big question. This right, is so a huge question. question has been a right. thing. Um, it's, we, you know, we've asked <laughs> everyone this. Um, so what are we one, one. I meant one one. Yeah, we're one one. So yeah, okay. So, do you classify porridge as cereal? Oh wow, <laughs> that's a great. That's actually a really good question. Um, when I classify porridge as cereal, um, oh, I'm gonna go with yes. Oh, no. I'm gonna go with yeah like I feel like oh. when I think of porridge I think of breakfast you have to yeah I'm gonna go with yes thank you I think porridge is a cereal I I see it as a cereal yeah it's it's so interesting to hear because so many people have so many yeah. different arguments about it and each time yeah. each time it's a different so I obviously we chatted to Kate Cross last time and she says she classifies cereal as anything that floats in milk and soup porridge and you make it into a con I classify I don't classify as I say it's the consistency of like a soup but it's not a soup obviously um yeah it's the consistency of it so I would 
put it into like the muesli category kind of on its own yeah okay yeah um, that's true muesli you don't have to see? I'm tr- I'm, you're, you're about to jump ship now um Josh that's the other thing <laughs> I just classified no, 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 anything in milk anything in milk yeah but I guess yeah it kind of turns into not milk because you're mixing it with milk that is true mm. there's so many arguments like Lily. there's so many arguments Lily, you're too <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah I'm, I'm going with cereal though because oh. uh, the definition of it google I actually looked this up and done a bit of research. it's a it's a, it could be a uni topic wow okay there you go because uh, there's I so mean, many I can see that yeah um, yeah. it's classified as a hot breakfast, like, as, yeah. as a hot cereal. No, not hot like, that is. I, I see that. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, currently Josh is, is 2-1 up. So there you go. <laughs> some, I've got um, some persuading to do, I do. Um, <laughs> one more question. Sorry, oh, yeah. one more. What's next for you, Ella? Like, what are you, what are you aiming for? Like, what are you aiming for with your cricket? Obviously to get to higher honours but yeah is that something that you would like to do yeah definitely obviously like you said higher honours is the goal but for now I think it's currently just continuing with Big Bash and WNCL and and contributing as much as I can and and seeing how far I can go but obviously I'm enjoying my cricket quite a lot so just contributing to both those teams now and and just seeing where I go with my cricket but yeah that's about it really yeah that's cool that's awesome It'll be great to see, you know, where where you'll be in the matter of uh, months, years, you know, who knows? It'll be great to see see what you're up to a bit later on. But um I guess very young. Yeah, you got got I'm getting old. I'm getting old. Thank you so much for chatting to us. We we really appreciate your time. No, thank you so much for having me. I've had an awesome time. Thank you guys. What a start for Hayward. She's gone through Meg Lanning, and this gets better and better for the Renegades. How brilliant was it to talk to Ella and, and hear her talk about her cricket experience? Oh, it was very insightful, as all our interviews have been. It's just been fantastic to talk to people, and Ella was great. Um, it was very interesting to hear how she uh, handled the hub life and school. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and uh, just how she can inspire people to bowl off, off spin, and, yeah, it's just very yeah. humble. Yeah, yeah, for sure. She, she was a bit... Um, she didn't quite know how to answer when we said, how does it feel to be, you know, a role model? So that was quite um, quite interesting to see that, you know, she might not feel like she has that potential to inspire so many young girls, but yet she does because the the way that women's cricket has been televised recently is it has been really accessible. So I think that's definitely something that uh, young girls and boys can look up to. Yes, 100%. And cricket has really just become a sport for all, really, just like... No matter what your background, no matter what, it's just fantastic to see young players really develop and become role models. It's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. And look, she's only pretty much right at the beginning of her career. You know, she's she's only mm. been in the scene for a couple of years now. So it was great to talk to her and about hoping that we could see her on the big stage, the even bigger stage, the Australian stage sometime soon. You know, definitely, she's yeah. definitely got the potential. So, yeah, it's, it'll be really interesting to see where she goes with her cricket yeah no it will be and um no like you said she's young and she's got an exciting future ahead and even uh 
to see such a young cricketer have a, a start to a long career, definitely. And like you said, hopefully higher honours for Australia, but she's going to have a long career for Victoria and Melbourne, and a T20-yard career as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that was our episode with Ella Hayward. Uh, we really hope you enjoyed listening and hearing what she has to say. Next week, we will be talking about the World Cup and where it is currently at, as it will probably be... There'll be be a lot more cricket had and more things to talk about. A lot more. So, yeah, next week we'll be pretty much just reviewing all of the games that have been going on so far. And we'll Uh, uh, we'll review probably the first test of Pakistan and Australia. Yeah, definitely. So if you enjoyed this episode, you can let us know on Instagram or Twitter at HowsThatTCP or you can send us an email at HowsThatTheCricketPodcast at gmail.com. But that is all from me this week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh